Why am I always shocked when it's working? <laughs> because we don't really oh know what God. we're doing. No, still. but we're getting better. We are. We just, you guys, we just figured out this whole mic studio situation all by ourselves. I know. Aren't you proud of us? You should be. What little podcast is now? Anyways, welcome, welcome to, to Let, Let Us Help. I think this is episode 10. Maybe nine. I thought. No, I think it's 10. Okay. We clearly have our shit together. I know, we really do. Okay, let's do a little check-in. With me? Yeah, how are you? I'm super good. Last time we recorded, I was less good, but now I'm super good. If we I'm, were in a place. We were in a place. Time. But, but oh, awkward. <laughs> so awkward. No, but you know, sometimes that's the whole point of like the podcast is... Sometimes you're in a place and it's fine. It's not a big deal. It's just like the highs and lows of life and you cannot stop the high tides and the low tides of life. So you have to learn to appreciate and be present for both of it. And that's why you talk about it so that you know you can get through it. Yeah. I'm laughing because the we have some dog. dogs in here and <laughs> they sniffing want sniffing the mic. Hi, Cashy. Yeah. How are you? I don't know, Natasha. How, how are you? How am I? <laughs> uh, I'm really good. I'm really good. I feel relaxed today. I feel happy to be recording. I don't know. Life, you know, I think that maybe it's just that this year has been so crazy, but I feel like I'm getting used to it and I'm starting to feel more like myself again. Yeah, me too. Which feels really good after so many months of just feeling like a I was little just crazy. treading water and I was a crazy person. Um yeah. 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 Life is good right now. I did have a dream the other night that Ryan and I broke up, and it was really scary. Yeah, I have those dreams. It's so funny. You get, like, these random anxiety dreams about your relationship, even when things are, like, really good. You're just, you just yeah. have these, like, nightmares of them, like, cheating on you, and you walk. Just me? Just me? No, <laughs> absolutely. Like, I had a dream that we broke up, and it was the most depressing dream. And then I was like, I can't tell him. Because then you'll plant the seed of doubt. <laughs> you can tell I really him. Thought, no, I didn't want to bring. Well, you're going to find out now. Hi, Ryan. I don't think he listens to this. <gasps> this is our test. Ryan. Ryan, if you're <laughs> oh listening, I want you to text Mari Romaine. I love you. And if you're not listening, don't say anything, okay? <laughs> Mari just got a phone call and she gestured to me like, keep talking, fill the dead air. <laughs> you know, Natasha and I have a secret um, desire to be DJs on the radio. Like, um, like, do we? <laughs> I don't remember ever expressing no, that <laughs> to you or myself. Like if we had our own radio show. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not that. like literal DJs. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like ho host a radio show. Exactly. My, don't mind my stutter. That would be really fun. That would. I would be super down for that. Like a serious XM talk show situation. Oh, my God. Okay, so you guys are probably wondering, like, blah, 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 oh, these bitches be crazy. What the fuck are we talking about? <laughs> it is annoying, though, when you're listening to a podcast. I know, and, and they talk for like And they minutes. talk, and I'm like, I don't give. I don't care about your inside I jokes. I don't care. Yeah. And you're just like, it's too inside baseball. Yeah. I don't know what that means, but I agree. <laughs> oh, God. 
She never gets my joke. <laughs> you just don't okay, get me let's anymore. Let's edit that out. That was so stupid. No, it wasn't. Okay, so today. This topic oh, is. Oh, Mari and I have decided that. All right, let's get real. Quarantine has put a strain on everyone's relationships. The old relationship. And if you are telling people that it hasn't, you're lying. You're lying. <laughs> you a lying sack of shit, bitch. Yeah, We're calling lying. you out. We are calling you out. I feel like everything has been amazing. It We're feels just cooking like every more. night. Yeah. And like, honestly, like days have never been more special. I'm like, are no, you lying to me and your therapist? Or are you just lying to your And your diary. <laughs> you're lying all over. So we're on to you because we know <laughs> we we're not the only you. ones that went through it. We went through it. But I have to say. We came we out stronger. came out dead sad. <laughs> oh, boy. I'm in a mood today. Watch out. Watch out. It's a little great. <laughs> we have nothing to do later if you can't tell. We're like really this is just the highlight of our week. <laughs> Help us. Help us. Help me. Um, wear yellow on your Instagram if you need help. <laughs> okay, I'm so sorry for our behavior right okay. now. Being serious, it's okay. Relationships have definitely felt quarantine. Like, aside from the fact that either you are... I'm sorry, what? Relationships have definitely felt quarantine? Yeah, like you have felt it. You have felt the effects of quarantine. Okay. Get on me like that. (laughs) Well, you got to (laughs) come at me like that. (laughs) So, like, whether it's, you know, keeping you apart from people or, you know, maybe you're, like, in each other's quarantine bubble now, but you're not living together. I don't like the way I said bubble. Um, Bubble. (laughs) Um, But there's still just, like, tension around like it's just like you can't just meet up like there's rules that we have to play by we have to always be a little anxious we're always like you have to put more thought into things and on the other side of the coin is if you live together you like really live together now like you've never lived together more can you get off your phone please i'm putting it on airplane mode because your boyfriend is texting us <laughs> what no, I was <laughs> he is babe Chris, if you're listening to this you fucking stop texting mari or i will kill you <laughs> um but if you live together it also brought up a separate set of no, I wouldn't say problems. It's just, I would say... It's a magnifying glass. I would say it's just brought up a set... It's like expediting the intimacy process. That's what Esther Perel said. She said, this pandemic is going to be the great accelerator in relationships. Either y'all doomed for fail, you right. doomed for love. Yep. And this is really putting it in zero to 60. But don't get scared if you're fighting right now. Don't get scared <laughs> that you're doomed to fail. Like, no, you doomed. can... You can <laughs> No, I'll say you doomed. <laughs> no, no, you're you not doomed. You can get through it. You can get through it. If there's love there, you can get My through it. My dog is drinking out of the toilet. <laughs> Harley, stop it. I'm going to close the door. Oh, my God. These dogs. Okay. So we just want to talk about some things that we've learned that have helped us in our relationship. So... Natasha is with Chris. I'm with Ryan. Just to catch Don't everyone up that. to speed. <laughs> um, okay, so the first thing that I've learned is to over communicate. Well, before you get into your tips, I'm curious. Let's get vulnerable for a second. And I want to know in general terms what was kind of like the underlying 
dilemma that came up. Oh, Mari's like, please don't ask me that. Like, Damn. I'll say mine. I'll no, go no, first. No. You want me to go first? I'll go. Okay. No, I'll go. Okay, I can go. <laughs> okay, yeah, sorry. All right. Okay, well. Just gen- general. Well, no. I mean, I'll get intimate. Like, that's what this is for. Like, sharing our experience to help you guys because the more vulnerable we are. So, I will say, like, for us, it was a lot about expectations. So, I expected things to be a certain way. I, like... You know, the house really neat. I like um, certain date nights. I like um, I like routine. I like things like that. And, and I'm not, like, Ryan is a lot more paranoid about COVID than I am, although I am definitely being safe. But he's being really, 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 really safe because his, we have at risk people in our lives and I do too. So it's been good. I've taken my cues from him. Um, but that's, there's been a lot of conflict with expectation. Expectation. I think that's really common. And you expect how you act will be how they act. I do it this way. Why don't you do it my way? And that is not how it works. It's two individuals. This is friendships, parents, loved ones. This is you know, this is relationships, romantic, platonic. If you think that your way is the best way, the only way, the right way, it'll it's a relationship killer because it's not giving enough space for two full entities to come together to work together. I was like, I want it this way. And he was like, well, <laughs> I want it this way. Right. So it's kind of, it, it's almost like um, a lack of respect to think like, the way that I do it is right. It's like you're disrespecting this, that they've had an entire lifetime of experience in well, their and own. maybe they know more than you, too. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe you, maybe. But, no, I'm just kidding. But they don't, and that's <laughs> the point. So thank you so much for listening Thanks for to tuning episode. in. <laughs> um, no, I just think that, like, if he was like, we can't go there because of social distancing, I was like, okay, well, we'll be outside, we'll wear masks. And he's like, but that's not good enough. And to him, that's not good enough. To me, that's good enough. And I was like, well, I'm following CDC. And he's like, yeah, but, like, logically, that doesn't make sense. There was conflict. A lot of conflict. And we had to really, really sit down. And it took us months to sit down and say, okay, what do you need to feel safe? What do I need to feel safe? And if he is a little more scared of the virus than I am right now, then I have to cater to the fear a little. Yeah, it's respect for your partner. Out of respect. And you also can't control someone else's experience. You can't force someone to feel a way that they don't feel. Absolutely. So that's been, that was a really, really big tension. And he kept saying, like, this is, like, we're never, this is completely unprecedented. We're never going to feel, like, when are you ever going to go through this again? But, But a therapist said, but this is just an example of you being more cautious and Mari being a little more um, free. Is like, okay, let's say there's a kid on a playground and the kid has the monkey bars. Right. Ryan's going to be and a Ryan's going to be like, nervous. ah, it's too high. And I'm like, no, it's okay. They're fine. He's like, no, no, they're going to hurt themselves. Right. And I'm like, it's okay if they fall. So it's, yes, these are extreme circumstances. But when you boil down the issue, the issues are going to be there. Right. And Chris kept saying, he was like, it's our first pandy together. We don't know what we're doing. <laughs> pandy. <laughs> That's like, funny. You're right. 
Yeah. Yeah. I think I I think for us it was mostly like uh learning boundaries. Like neither of us, Chris and I were like we're both people pleasers. Oh. I, I would say. So like boundaries and like just like clearly communicating like hey like I need like two days to myself even though you're living here that was like we didn't even like think to do that we just kind of expected things to happen without like communicating it and I know like I think the biggest thing with us was um Chris (laughs) sorry babe putting all of his stuff on blast but he was feeling kind of like how we all are in quarantine of just like I want to do more with life yeah me too I was feeling that too yeah everyone was feeling that way um so that was like at the forefront of his mind and I was feeling like I want us to use this time to connect more and so we kind of had like opposing ideals I guess it's the same thing it's like expectations we had opposing ideas of what was going to happen so during the time in quarantine yeah so I kept pushing for like date nights and like I wanted to it's it's so like classic like male female not to generalize but like I feel like it's pretty like or cis cis female yeah 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 and so or just like masculine feminine right and um which doesn't have to be assigned to like a specific sex I'm learning and it's I would oh my I could go on about that too that's a whole other thing that I learned in quarantine but I think I was like reaching out for connection and he wanted more time like productivity productivity and so it was like the more I would reach out the more I I felt like he would retract because he was like I don't have time to like go to the beach with you. Like, I'm trying like, to... bitch, what else are you doing today? <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nothing going up. You got your own three o'clock burger. walk. <laughs> <laughs> I can't nap. I'm busy. Yeah. But so, like, that was, like, the vibe. And then it, and then I started to get more, like, oh, my God. Like, I just want to plan one thing that we can do, like, that's, like, fun and, like, not Netflix. Because that's all we were doing in quarantine. There's not much to do, like, outside of this. And... Granted, I'm being dramatic. We had so many, like, nights where we would, like, cook dinner and, like, candles and, like, light a fire and have, like, a little Ooh, romance. All right, all right, all right. I don't want to know what <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. This family listens to this. That's embarrassing. I'm like, it's not. Whatever. You guys are in a loving relationship. Just... Sex happens. Oh, stop. <laughs> oh, my God. The drama. So we would just have, like, romantic nights, too. But I definitely started to get it in my head of, like, if I ask you to do something you're gonna reject me Mm. and I started to get like really insecure and then I was like in my head and then he was getting more like overwhelmed because he's like I just want to like focus on this stuff and so it was like pushing us apart in a way and it took us a long time to get to the core of what was going on and like really communicate and now on the other side of it it's like there's so much love there and like we just learned like we just need to respect each other's needs but more importantly we need to learn our own needs and communicate them okay not to toot my own horn but I was really good at that during quarantine I would be like rye I'm gonna go in my bedroom because you know the place isn't huge you sound like such a girlfriend when you say that (laughs) right shut up (laughs) it's my voice um i'm gonna go into my room i'm gonna watch 
Netflix. I'm going to watch Great British Bake Off in bed. You're dead to me. Don't talk to me. I love you. But, like, no. Like, I need hours alone. That's how I am, too. And I was very, very clear with it. I learned that from my dad. My dad will do that. My dad's like, don't don't talk to me for a couple hours. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I respect that. And then he emerges from his cave Refreshed like a new man. In, like, his bathroom. I know. Skin and he's like, glistening. Hi, ladies. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, it's... It, it, I was really good about that, and it did save us from a lot of arguments of, like, I need time alone because I would be like, I, I am okay. I can, And you have to trust your partner that they're going to say, that's totally cool, not take it personally. Because I know that, like, maybe five years ago if my partner would be like, I need time alone, I'd be like, do you, are you mad at me? Do you not love me? Do you not want to be with me? But now I'm just like, no. No, we need time alone. Oh, my God. Yeah, I, first – I think because I'm such a big alone time person, people asking me for alone time has never offended me. I'm always like, I get it. Because it's like there's a difference between like get away from me and like I need to be around zero humans to recalibrate my soul back to like neutral basically. Yeah. That's what it is. I need to be with me. Yeah, exactly. It's not about like not being with someone specific. It's just like alone time is important. And so I think that was – the main thing for us and I <laughs> I just remembered this one time I signed I was like I'm gonna do a me night this was like deep in quarantine when we like couldn't do anything and I signed up for an online like meditation class and it was like ending with like Reiki and I was like I lit candles oh, no, and, you know, in the loves. room I love she Reiki loves. I'll send you all some Reiki right now oh my god <laughs> but um I lit candles I like did some Palo Santo. I was like chilling. I had my journal and I was like having this like calm time. And I think I was in there like 30 minutes too long. Cause like towards the end of it, I just hear the door like, <laughs> and it's like Chris's little head pops out and he's like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Bitch, I'm meditating. I was like, I'm doing a class. He was like, Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> I know. It was so cute. That's, yeah, we had a lot of fun, but yeah, the definitely brought up stuff that would have been brought up anyways. Right. So I think that was the benefit of it. But moral of the story is, Mari and I definitely had to put some new tools in our pocket to make our relationships more smooth. And this doesn't even have to apply to just romantic relationships. I think it works for your family. I think it works for your friends. I think it works for coworkers. I think... We talked about it in our boundary episode. Did we do a boundary episode? Or is it co- yeah, no, we did. We, we did boundaries. Oh. Um, I think. Or was it codependency? I don't remember. Whatever. Um, we're just like, I think something about COVID is it has taught us very much where we need more boundaries in our life. In a weird, I don't know why though. Maybe because everything is so fluid right now, we we are getting more clear on where we need structure. Like, what is a non-negotiable for us? So, we wanted to share the tips that we have learned with you. All right. Number one. Rule numero uno. Uh, never get high no one on your own supply. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How much dough you hold. Because, you know, the cheddar breed jealousy, hey. especially. <laughs> All right, sorry. No, we're going to get the dogs riled up. Okay. Like, I love B.I.G. Um, I... So you were saying communicate. Okay. 
never the whole never go to bed angry is bullshit. I actually ow, agree. Ow, ow. That's a, a this little is much. such a DIY podcast. We have to do our own sound effects. <laughs> no, it's it's complete bullshit. I'm not saying like. I hate you. I hate you. And then Good you night. go to bed like slamming doors like a movie. No, but like if you guys talk it out and you're still upset and this goes with friends, parents, like mother-daughter relationships are, are very complicated, sister relationships, sleep on it. It's okay. Let it breathe. Let it breathe. You don't need to fix everything that night. And I used to think that you have to stay up all night fixing it and you need to just dig deep until you get through and then you wake up in the morning and it's fine. That was not the case no. with Ryan and I. If we got into a tiff, what he and I got really good at doing was just letting it sit. And he would go play Call of Duty. I would go read a book or do whatever I was doing. And then in a couple hours, and it's uncomfortable, those couple hours suck because you're like itching to solve it. You just want it to be over. One person will usually, you know, and sometimes you have to be the bigger person, even if you know the other person is wrong, come and say, hey, I want to talk about it. This was my part. This is my side of the street. And you talk about it. And that really changed my game. Yeah. I think that's a really old-fashioned rule of, like, don't get – even John Gottman, I think he said he's, like, a really famous – relationship researcher like he's not even like a coach he like literally has studied couples for years like thousands of couples and just picked up like genuine research of like commonalities of a successful relationship and commonalities of a relationship that's doomed but I I believe he said that that's not always true like you don't need to force yourself to fix something that night that night it's like so much pressure and then you're tired and then you're not gonna be like communicating healthily because you're just both tired and then it gets depressing and you're like god it's like 2 a.m you know can we just like not talk about this yeah it just gets too intense and so and also you're pumped with adrenaline yes cortisol and you're just you have this kind of like there's like an addiction to the drama of like wanting to solve it and it takes a lot of restraint just to be like hey I'm not in a good place right now. I'm going to say something I don't mean. I love you. I want to fix this. We're going to be okay at the end of this fight. I need to sleep. Yeah. He always says when you feel your heart racing is not the time to discuss. Whoa. And I I tried to, like, instill that because it's true. Like, things, a conversation can be so simple or so dramatic. It just depends on the state you're in. And how you say it. Yeah. Which is the state you're in. Yeah. Yeah. So... So that's not really true. I think what the underlying message of that saying is don't let things go unresolved. Like, definitely come back to it the next day. But, like, don't force yourself to... Or don't. Or, like, like, drop it. Just, like, forget. Just shove it down. Just shove it. Just, just, like, really push it all the way. Because you never go down there anyway. And you just shit it out. (laughs) It works for me. (laughs) Um, Yeah, but I think... It's it really it adds to the drama when you force yourself to fix things when you're not even in a healthy enough like or calm enough state to try to work it out. You know where I got to a place where I was really sick of saying sorry for saying sassy things. I was like, I'm sick. Mari problems. I know <laughs> it really is. I'm a sassy bitch, and I know that about myself. And I have to. I've worked really hard to not be a sassy. 
And I was really tired of apologizing. I was like, so like, sorry, I'm not sorry. (laughs) So I had to be like, what causes me to be sassy? Well, if I'm tired, I'm hungry, I'm lonely, I'm angry. All the dwarves. All, all, (laughs) all of them. I don't think you can say that anymore. Oh, well, no, the seven drawers from Snow White. God, uh, don't cancel me, please. <laughs> cancel her. No. Cancel her. <laughs> no, because that means I've canceled. Yeah. Um, be, let me help. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I think that it's – I had to check my state. Mm-hmm. And I think that tuning in with your body is a really good way to check your yeah, state. Yeah, like literally listen to your physiology. And I think that – leads hard I think that leads nicely into our next one which is like own do the work and own up to your own shit it's such a waste of time if you're not willing to look at what you're doing wrong there are going to be a lot of situations where you won't even realize it in the moment but you are you problem you're doing something Mm -hmm. and maybe they did something bad too it doesn't mean that you're all at fault but like I think that was, like, a thing that Chris and I both had to learn is we both had to get to a place where we're, like, oh, so I could fuck up and you could fuck up and that doesn't negate each other's fuck-ups. Does that make sense? Like, if I'm, like, yeah, I did mess up, it doesn't mean I'm saying, but what you did is okay. What? If I say, okay, say you said something that hurt my feelings. Give me an example. I'm trying. I can't think of anything. So say you said something that hurt my feelings and but like your hair is stupid. But the only reason you said it is because I had done something. Right. Because you were late. Sure. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So I'm like, no, what you said is not okay. Like that's that's not cool. I'm like, well, you said it. I I said it because you were late. Right. And I'm like, I don't care. Like, it's just mean. And so then Then it becomes a like who's mad at who. Yeah. Whereas just because I go, you're right. I was late. I'm really sorry. That's really unprofessional of me. It doesn't mean I'm saying it doesn't mean I'm also saying that the thing that hurt my feeling doesn't matter anymore. Right. Do you get what I'm saying? Right. I t- definitely like, understand it. Now. I was wrong, but I shouldn't also, have been late. But also, please don't call wrong. my hair stupid because that hurts my feelings. It really does. Do you so know what I mean? I get it. Yeah. So that's what something it's not we like learned. excusing their behavior when you admit your side of the street. Yes, exactly. And actually, the only way to get through it is to acknowledge Oh, even if you didn't do anything, when you hear their side of it, you could be like, yeah, mm-hmm. I totally get that. That makes total sense why you feel that way. And I'm really sorry. It wasn't my intention, but I'm really sorry that I made you feel like that. It's simple. Wow. I'll share something that I shared with you off off record, but I'll share it here. Is Let the record show. <laughs> I had a big moment because whenever I'm triggered with my body dysmorphia or any kind of eating disorder stuff, I look to somebody to blame it on. Like, I'm like, God, what you're doing right now is so annoying, but I am just mad at myself. You're trying to displace the anger. Right. Because I don't want to feel it because it's so painful to feel uncomfortable. And so I went out to, you know, a socially distanced dinner and um, I didn't feel I I was triggered after and I felt very very severe body dysmorphia after dinner and I was like freaking out in my head 
you know, very angry at myself. And all of a sudden, everything Ryan was doing was wrong. What he was, you know, every single thing. And I felt myself in the car ride home being very quiet and very angry. And he was so confused. He had no idea. This poor boy was just sitting there like, are you okay? I'm sorry, I'm existing. Yeah, and I was just quiet and cold, like ice queen. That we got home and he was going to go to sleep. And I was like, no, 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 no. You can't go to sleep like this. I am mad because I'm dealing with inner stuff right now. And I'm very uncomfortable in my own skin. And you didn't do anything wrong. And he goes, thank you so much for telling me that. Because I had no idea. And I was like, you can't read my mind. That I was triggered, which is another point that you brought up like know your triggers and it was really scary for me to be like well then no this is my side of the street this is a Mari problem this is not a Ryan problem this is not a Mari and Ryan problem this is what I am in therapy for what I am dealing with reading books like you know dealing with so to drag you into it is not fair I also didn't want to apologize in the morning so I was just like I'm sorry and he was like thank you so much and then we talked about it and I was like, I don't want to make it a us problem. And he's like, I'm just here to witness your pain, basically. He didn't say that. But he was just, like, there for me and held space for me. And it was really beautiful. And, like, that's something that even before this podcast I wouldn't have been able to do. Wow. I know. That's a lot. And that's the thing, guys. It's like if you're getting in a fight, there may be things that you're not fully aware of yet that are causing you to react in ways and and it takes a lot of work to like really dig deep and figure out like oh wait i'm not actually mad at you i think i'm mad at myself but mm-hmm. you, that's not a instant realization that's like something you have to work on yeah you do and you have to get there and know what triggers you mm-hmm. and not make your boyfriend your therapist or oh, yeah. not make your boyfriend your girlfriend like you have to you know like it takes a village to raise a child. It takes a village to raise an adult. We we are tribe people. We are meant to be in packs, so we go to different people. You and I talk about different things than I talk about with Ryan. Yeah, of course. It's, it's different. So it, I just think that knowing your triggers leads to a resolve much quicker. Totally. To- and because also then you can also preface things and be like, mm-hmm. I think that this is like coming up because it's a me problem but like this thing made me feel kind of weird but I don't even think it's because of you and you could just have like open communication about it it's not and it's not a fight it's like learning your partner better to push back do you think you should even bring that up no I think not all the time I think sometimes if it's a you problem keep it to yourself but then sometimes it is important to communicate your inner workings to your partner like if you're going to be going through life, going through highs and lows. They need to understand why you feel the way you feel and why you do the things you do sometimes. So I think to some extent, yes, but don't like be a broken record about it. And like every time some little thing comes up, be like, oh God, I think this is my own stuff. But like, can I just tell you, like, don't talk about it all the time. You know, like, like for me, I've had to learn because I used to do that. Like every time I felt And that was like a huge, every time I felt 
any sort of fear, anxiety, or shame in my relationship. Like, you know, I was saying, like, sometimes I'll just get, like, so scared that something's going to go wrong when things are good. And then it's like I ruin good moments because I'm just, like, looking for something to go wrong. And then I just get really anxious. And I'm just like, are, are we okay? Like, is something... Like, like, waiting for the other shoe to drop. Yeah, and it's, like, a trauma response that I learned in therapy. But I also learned that... um. A lot of times, I want to word this right. A lot of times, the things that we are craving from our partner are things that our inner child never got growing up. And so you can become overly dependent, expecting your partner to heal a part of you that is like, so young and like so it's been wounded from the start and they can't fix it no matter how hard they try it's like that's on you to fix so like for me with like the the like trauma the sexual abuse that I had and then like you know my parents getting divorced at a young age for sure had like created abandonment issues for me I didn't even realize that on some deep level I was, like, hoping – I was, like, expecting whoever I was dating at the time, and now it's Chris, to, like, prove to me that it's safe to be in a relationship. Oh, wow. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's, like – and I didn't even realize I was doing that. So then I would kind of, like – I would have these, like, unspoken expectation of my partner to, like, heal my, like – deep childhood wounds that like no that's like it's not his job it's not his job and also he couldn't if he tried no it's just like it's not our job to fix them yeah it is it's like imagine if they were like all right fix me i'd be like um what yeah it's like i'm busy that day you want a massage (laughs) no it's but also that's it's not your responsibility it's not but also that's the thing i learned is that actually they can't even fix you if they tried they can hold space for you they can like say like yeah like your experience makes sense and I'm really sorry you're going through it but you cannot sit there and like hope that they're gonna say the one magic sentence that's gonna take all your pain Pain, away do you know what I mean when you're in that state you just want the pain to be you just don't want to be in pain yeah and that's what it is and you're like panicking like ah just take the pain away yeah and so I think on some level I was talking about my stuff so much because I was like Maybe if I explain this in just the right way, the way I'm feeling, Chris will get it and then he'll say that magic word that's going to like make all my stuff feel better and I won't feel anxious anymore. I didn't even realize I was doing that, though. It took me like months of therapy to realize that. Oh, Cash said same. It took me like a long time to realize that that's really subconsciously what was going on. And now it still happens, but I can catch it. I'm like oh, there's, like, this kind of, like, needy energy that's coming from me, and that's nothing that he can solve. So I need to stop, like, waiting and hoping and wishing that he will, and I need to just be like, okay, like, you're okay. Like, you have these emotions, and it's fine, and you can accept yourself. I I also learned, like, it's not good to label yourself as fucked up. Like, you're just a normal person that had weird and bad things happen to them and you're having a normal reaction to a bad thing and like self-acceptance okay next one let the person talk in totality 
Mm-hmm. Oh my God, is this a game changer. It's a game changer. When you're in an argument, again, with anybody, this is my hard and fast rule. I swear you guys, try it. Report back. DM us. I want to hear what you your experience. All right. If Natasha and I are in a fight, I go, I want to know why you're upset. And she talks. Not, you know what, Mari? You did this. You were late. You da 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 And I go, well, I was late because I was getting stuff for the podcast. No. I go, Natasha, why are you upset? Well, I'm, uh, I'm upset because you were late. And I let her talk in totality. And the key here is non-defensive listening. Right. You're you not- can't listen and be making a list like, well, that's wrong. No, nope, well, I didn't do that. Mm-hmm. Like nope. You have to non-defensively just try to understand their experience. Yeah, absolutely. These dogs. I know. These dogs really want our attention right now. Um, you let the person go uh, from full to empty. You let them talk. Everything out. Wait. And then it is your turn to talk. Can I add something to that? Because mm. I actually, I was reading this article on it, and it's this famous, like, couples therapy technique. So you let the person talk, get it all out, and then it's not your turn to talk about your stuff. It's your turn to reiterate what they said so that they feel you understand them. Interesting. So it's not like, well, Natasha, like it hurt my feelings that you were late because it makes me think you don't care about it and blah, 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 blah. And I go, quiet, quiet, listening, listening. I totally hear you, Mari. I totally get it. I was late because I X, Y, and Z. And it's like, no, you have to be like, I totally get it. You're upset that I'm late because it makes you feel like I, this isn't a priority to me. And you're like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. And it bothered you that this happened. Yeah, it did. Yeah, I get why. It's like you have to first recognize and validate their emotions, validate their experience before you bring yours up. Because I think we're all, I really try to be the friend that I want to be, I want to have. I try to be the girlfriend that I would want to have. And I would want somebody to listen to me and to validate my feelings. And even if you don't agree, to say, yeah, that's right. That did hurt your feelings. I understand that. Even if that was not my intention, being being late, to me, doesn't mean that I don't care. It but just I means that I'm a, I didn't plan my day properly. And I know that to you, that reads as not caring. So I'm going to try to not be late with you anymore. But just know that if I am once in a while, it's because... I'm not planning my day and that's something I have to work on. And then you can and then you could say, look, and I'm upset that you didn't tell me this until now that you've been holding this resentment, whatever. I'm like, I'm like going off on a whole thing. (laughs) But I just think that like letting the person talk, what Natasha said was genius, validating their feelings, letting them be heard. And then you talk. Mm -hmm. And I got this advice from a married couple, but married, I think, for 10 or 12 years, and they're super happy. They are, like, crazy in love, and this is what they do when they fight. They're like, we let each other talk. And at first, like, I was like, yeah, but don't you want to, like, pipe in? And he was like, of course I want to, but I don't. Because it's not the goal is not to prove a point. That's not the goal. And if you ever start feeling like, 
well, I have to explain myself. It's like, no, you don't. The goal is to understand your partner. That's it. If both of you make that your top priority, then both of you will feel understood. It's going to be equal. Absolutely. And Natasha and I, like, we're not sitting on our high horse, like, saying this, like, we're I'm gurus. pretty perfect. No, we went through this the hard way. And yeah. this is something that we were like, okay, that doesn't work when we fight. That leads to more fighting. That mm-hmm. leads to defensiveness, hurt feelings. That leads to apologizing when you're annoyed. Like, we're sitting here like, all right, we tried that. That doesn't work. And this actually does work for us. Because Natasha and I will, like, swap, like, war stories. And then we'll, like, help each other. Because, like, oh, have you tried this? That yeah. works for me. Yeah. It's true. It really, yeah. And I will say one of my friends did this with the girl he's dating. And he was like, I want to know why you're upset. And she, like, was like, okay, well, I'm upset because, you know, things are going so well. And I got scared that you're, like, going to leave. Don't you have anything to say? And he was like, no, I'm, I'm letting you finish. And she went, oh, you are? Aww. And he was like, yeah, I want you to, like, say everything you want to say. And she was like, oh, my God. Okay, well. Uh. And then she went into childhood stuff. She went into why she has these abandonment issues. And, like, and he was like, Mario, it worked. It worked. And Aww. I was like, it works. And it's not mine. I'm just passing along information. Yeah. It's but all- I do swear by it. No, it's, well, because it's... That's like the root of every human is we just want to feel like our emotions are cared about and also validated. That's all it is. Like you have to remove all your ego about being right or being wrong from it. It's both people just want to feel like your emotional experience is honored, validated, and that your partner loves you enough to care when you're sad. Absolutely. And, you know... uh I think that something that I do, too, is, like, I say, like, if things get heated, I'll say, like, we're going to make it through this fight. Yeah, you. that's a big rule. Don't bring up, like, breakups. No, don't it, threaten that. Yeah, it just makes it, like, way too dark. Like, and I'm just going to leave then. If you threaten your partner... It's just, you gotta go. Yeah, you're you're a little shit. Even if, you if do the that. threat is coming out of like your own personal fear, it's like don't just don't bring it up in a fight. It's just not that's the, so mean. It's like yeah, it's like let yeah. let's figure this out. Um. Okay. The next point. Don't therapize the other person. Who said that? <laughs> I don't know. It's this girl sitting next to me who's like very pretty and tan. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah. so oh God, you want to take this one? Aw, you're beautiful. <laughs> you're beautiful. Do you want to take this one? Yeah, so basically, I definitely therapize. I think I do it with all my friends, and they don't mind. Do, do so, they? Chris, why do you mind? <laughs> <laughs> like, no, but no, I just... I don't mind. Yeah, it's, it's it like the me. dynamic I have with my friends is, like, we try to understand, like, well, maybe you felt like this because of this, and blah, blah, blah. Your childhood stuff. It's or... different with your romantic partner sometimes it's not but i think in the heat of the moment it's the same thing you just want your emotions well, these validated. are your, you know these are childhood issues yeah and... it's so annoying it's so annoying and i'm sorry i did that chris Aww. i it's, i get it it's so annoying and like i'm obviously i'm like very deep in like the self-help world and i read a lot of books but that doesn't mean i know somebody's experience better than they do and i learned and no, i'm just kidding. like no it's not that You're like i think 
I it think is. it is. How do you feel about that? Yeah. He's like, uh, not a lot, because that's not it. <laughs> but the thing is, like, even not saying that it is, but even if it was that, that's not the point. That's not why you come to your like girlfriend with like stuff that bothered you. You're coming to it for what I said. You want your emotions validated, and you want to feel like your partner cares if they hurt your feelings. And to be deeper, and to to I always say we fight to understand. Mm-hmm. We don't fight. We're not fighting to be right. It's better to understand than to be right. For sure. Which I think also has led to like, you know, politically a big divide because people aren't talking because we're fighting to make a point and not listening. Yeah. I think if we could listen a little bit more, even if we deeply disagree, I think it could lead to more progress a little quicker. Yeah, it's it's less about how can I prove you wrong and more about how can I understand why you think that crazy thing. <laughs> no, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> But so, like with Chris, like he would say, wow, I'm just like really putting all of his stuff on blast. <laughs> no, but he would like tell me like this bothered me. And then I would be like, yeah, like do you think maybe it bothered you because – and he's like, no. Oh, that would annoy the shit yeah, it would, out of me. It would annoy me too because it's like me not taking full ownership that I just hurt your feelings. Right. It's me being like, yeah, like that hurt your feelings. But like it probably hurt your feelings it's like, because it's a you like, problem. like 10 years ago like this thing happened and like now you're upset about it and you get really triggered. It's like, no, maybe, but like, no, like you also just hurt my feelings. So I think one thing that I've – to like sum it up is like respect your partner enough to hear their experience in their own words and like listen to them when they talk listen to what they're saying believe them and and don't try to like don't try to morph it into a more digestible version for you like just Mm. hear it and respect their experience get comfortable being uncomfortable Mm mm-hmm that's my theme. I like that. For my dance classes that I teach. Okay, the next one. Uh, write down what's bothering you. Oh, my God. Okay, this literally was, like, a huge breakthrough. Sorry, I know I just talked. But basically... No, I want you to talk. There was, like, all of this... There was just, like, a lot of, like, little fights, but they were all related. You right, know? they always are. Yeah. And so I literally just, like, went into the backyard because, you know, we don't got a lot of space in quarantine. And I, like, rolled out my yoga mat and I, like, this bitch. I, like pulled out her palestanto. I, her like, crystals. did some breath work for, like, 10 minutes. And then I just was, like, I just, like, because I care about this person and my relationship. I need to just get clear on, like, the bones of what's bothering me. And I literally just wrote – I also think men – They want facts. They want, they want simple, it, yeah. straight yeah, facts. Yeah, they do. They do. They want bullet points. They, I don't need to know what – Yeah, well, I woke up because, you yeah. know, like, I didn't sleep Women well, are so and, different. Like, we, I know. We want to know every little we, detail. Like, want all the, like, yeah, but, like, why? And men <laughs> are like, no, I don't care. Like, just tell me what's wrong. How do I fix it? Yeah. You know? And so, like, I just – Not was, all men, too. Like, we're just talking our experience. Just. Yeah. Um, but so I, like – I just made a legit, like, three bullet points, like – this bothered me this bothered me and this bothered me and then we drove we got out of the house we drove to a park and i just like and i killed him and, and now he's gone <laughs> no, I'm just and i literally and i just like handed him the letter oh, that's and good. and it's also helpful for them because then they don't feel like they have to like keep track of things they can just like <laughs> refer back to boyfriends of ours <laughs> God, everyone listening to this is y'all a bunch of nutbags. <laughs> Leave them. <laughs> um, but he just, like, read it, and he was like, oh, 
yeah, I get that. I'm really sorry. Yeah. And I was like, really? You're like, I'm, I'm sorry. What did you just say? Really? Yeah. And then, like, he read the next one. He was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like 18 pages. <laughs> Front and back. <laughs> Don't worry about me falling asleep. I, I have your letter. letter. Oh, God. Oh, we like friends. <laughs> Spoiler alert. But, yeah, write it out. Give it to the person. Let them look at it. It's just Let like, them marinate it and really yeah, sleep like with it. Maybe your partner's a visual learner. <laughs> <laughs> that was not funny. Yes, it was. If you're a teacher, it's funny. <laughs> um, And it just, like, it makes it more simple. And then also for you, like, you don't get caught up. In the emotion, in the drama, yeah. it's just like you don't have to explain it. You're like, I wrote it out. Here it is. Yeah, this is this, this is what is it. it is, and that's it. I don't need to make it anything more. Yeah, I love that. It's really helped me. Take it away. Um, did you do that? Write things down. Yeah. No. <laughs> Sorry. Wasn't that your tip? Oh, I know. <laughs> you know what? Your girl ain't perfect. <laughs> no, I mean, I have written, I write a lot of things down. I usually, you know what I do sometimes? This is embarrassing, but I'll write like a, a in my phone in notes. I'll pull it up if I'm, if I'm in my feelings and I'm like, you know, just I'm pretty heated and I can't really think straight. I'll write a, a letter to the universe. Like, I'm just really frustrated today and I'm scared and I feel like things aren't going my way and I'm very much in self and I'm, you know, just writing. And then I'll write, what does the universe want me to know? Hey, Mari, you're going to be okay. I love that. You're safe. It's not a big drama. You're going to get through this. You always get through it. Just one step at a time. And it's been, that is something I do to calm myself down. And that that's really helped. Because I can, it's almost like just your higher self talking to you. And I use the universe. You can use God, your higher power, Earth, Mother Nature, your dog. What Proverbial big sister. Right. Any of us. What do we want you to yeah. know? Yeah, that's really smart because I think on some level we always know what the right answer is for us. It's our intuition. But emotions but get heated. They do, but like setting it up in that prompt, it, it open it like unlocks that part of yourself where you're like, all right. It's not your ego. Too. I got it you're out. You're not like in, in your right, like I need to be right. You're like all right, you're scared right now because you went on an audition. You're scared you're not going to get it. And so you're feeling vulnerable. It's not that serious. Yeah. And it puts it in perspective, like, very, very quickly. Yeah. That's something that I do personally that helps me in my relationship because then I'm, when I talk to Ryan, I, I have a little bit more perspective. I like that. I think that's a really good tip. I think it also makes me think of, like, just a quick one is, like, don't feed into drama. Like, of your own personal emotions. Like if you mm. feel upset, like I know I was getting upset with all of the stuff like that we weren't doing more date nights or like whatever, like fun little plans. And then I started to like get so dramatic. I was like, God, why do you even need that? Like you, you must like crave date nights cause you have abandonment issues and you're scared of getting abandoned and it's your trauma. And I like made it like a really big deal where it was like the core of who I am was like under attack by myself. Like I was attacking like you were judging yourself myself and it's like not that dramatic. Like it's just like you want X and you're not getting it and that's it. Yeah. And that hurts your feelings. That's fine. That's okay. Yeah, it's not that big of a deal. And so I think to wrap it up, the point, the the main point is 
to just really honor the relationship above your own ego Mm. and like (laughs) Mm. yeah and like I think like to really have a relationship go smoothly you really need to pay attention to what you're doing on your end and if both people are doing that then you're you're good conflicts will arise and you'll work it out as long as you always remember to put love above your ego like it's like it's it's just so not about proving someone wrong and if someone does something that like really hurts your feelings let them know it really hurt your feelings and your partner should have the capacity to hear you out and not react to your feelings and instead be like hold a safe space for you to express yourself like that's really important and you need to do the same and I think the best way to do that is to become aware of your own triggers and that way you're not coming from a place of reactivity you're coming from a place of like calm responsiveness and I also want to say like I think I've learned a lot you really have to get good with you in a relationship like it really forces you to solidify your relationship with yourself because if you're good, then you can come to your relationship with a full cup and just look at what needs watering instead of like coming to a relationship with an empty cup and being like, please, sir, can I have some more? It's like really important and it's OK to have needs, of course. But like at the at the core of it, you really need to know, like, I am good. I love myself. My life is full on its own and all I'm doing in this relationship is taking the love that I have and sharing it with someone else. I would like to end with a quote. Okay. Ego judges and punishes. Love forgives and heals. Ooh, I love that. It's so true. It's so much. Anonymous. It's, (laughs) it was Mari. (laughs) No, it's It's so much easier said than done. Um, yeah, I'm trying to look. I've taken little notes in my... Oh, okay. I think this is also another thing to remind ourselves is, like, the power of surrender. I think surrendering really helps with, like, releasing shame and, like, our own triggers. And I just was, like, I just realized in life, like, you can't force things to happen you can't force someone to respond to you in a certain way you can't force us like a certain reaction you can't force a certain outcome all you can do is feel good on your own give yourself the love that you need and then surrender to you don't know what's gonna happen and that's kind of exciting life right it's really exciting yeah oh my gosh sorry i have one last thing oh my god okay. try to wrap up I'm for sorry. 15 minutes one last thing one last thing that's really helped me lately is i read this thing and it was basically saying treat yourself the way you would want your dream partner to treat you and i think that's good if you're in a relationship and also if you're trying to like manifest one or trying to like call Just work on your own relationship with, with yourself. yourself yeah so like whatever you're craving from your partner give it to yourself first Mm, bring yourself into that energy and then the energies in your relationship like if you like really want your partner to like um be more compassionate with your feelings 
maybe you need to be more compassionate with your feelings. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Or like if you want your partner to buy you flowers, buy yourself flowers. I know yeah, it's not I the same, that. but like <laughs> but like no, just I do it. cultivate I do it. that. Yeah, I love it. So that's that's my that's what I'm going to leave you with. Start to create the relationship that you would want with someone else with yourself first through love and healing word let us help on three okay one One, two two, three three. let Let us help. help